Hey, what's up, folks? <clears throat> On this Sunday, uh, February 13th. Yeah, Valentine's Day is tomorrow for all you fucking uh, dudes out there. I guess you got to go buy something. <laughs> Some it, it, What a fucking stupid holiday. Hallmark holiday, man. This is called Are the Mask Mandates Constitutional? Gotta love Cora. All of these mandates violate the Constitution. That's why some, near half the states, are suing over masks, passports, and lockdowns. As far as I can tell, the federal system that was supposed to guard against tyranny through the separation of power has failed spectacularly. We have been given a unique status in the U.S., and it was started by Trump. He declared an emergency that didn't exist and unleashed the governors from their legal restrictions and inability to make law. If not for the threadbare federal system we still have, very threadbare, we got to see some governors come around. Not a single one stood ground against the first lockdown, but Florida, South Dakota, and others quickly backed off and set an example for the rest of the states. Unfortunately, less than half followed. We know what happened. It became political as to how you treated the handling of a germ that kills less than 1% of healthy people. Thanks to an unbelievable effort to control the conversation, only one side of the debate has been given any chance to talk. And all they've done is lie, manipulate, and pump fear. The opposition has had no voice and been banned for any dissent to the corporate narrative. YouTube banned the two doctors from Davis that years ago did a press conference spending an hour answering questions and explaining their findings. They were totally against the regime's policy and had science to bolster their arguments. They became an example for how this was going to go. Since then, all opposing thought has been removed from Facebook and YouTube. This is an alliance between the, quote, free press and the state. This is total banana republic nonsense, but it is the situation in the land of the free and the home of the slave. The Constitution makes it very clear how a law is to be made and who and how it is designed to happen. There is some leeway for emergencies in the Constitution. They are generally reserved for a rebellion-type emergency, not health. The President hung us out to dry and put the Constitution on hold for the most decadent and corrupt creatures to govern by edict instead of legislation. A situation that should have been stopped and the law should have been reinstated within a day of the lockdown crap. Trump should have rescinded the order immediately after seeing what the governors were doing. For whatever reason, he allowed the hoax to continue, and it was likely politics that drove this decision. He was willing to watch us suffer to show the Democrats for what they are, Bolsheviks. Yeah, thanks, Trump. The Constitution and the federal system have barely been able to maintain the structure of the Union. If not for the laboratory of governance we got to see and compare the freer states versus the lockdown states, this gave us the empirical evidence, real world, and almost perfectly balanced to be compared scientifically results. Without exception, the more free the state remained, the less mortality they had. Across the board, the more draconian the response, the worse the results. In the perfect A-B experience, experiment, 
freedom wins. The CDC isn't mentioned in the Constitution. Certainly the WHO, the NIH, or the FDA are absent from our union's contract. These are legal inventions that have grown with the power of the executive branch. This has come at the expense to, to, to the other supposedly equal branches. Congress has been culpable in the violation of their oath and ceded power that the people let them represent. You know, we are the people. They represent us. They gave all the fucking legislative duties to an executive branch that controls everything through, quote, regulation. This is fucking unacceptable, dude. What laws are there for the legislature to make? The FDA makes rules to govern our food, and they do so without need of a vote. The CDC is the arbiter of health, and they control the entire medical establishment through rulemaking that requires no input from your representative. The Department of Education allows for a national school board that the rest answer to. They get to operate on rulemaking and are not subject to your input of or any laws to get things done that you would definitely vote against if you could. You can't even bug your so-called representative. This isn't a matter of law. It's regulatory and part of the massive executive branch. So many alphabet soup executive offices have been erected around the president to completely subvert any will of the voters and make the, the political establishment nothing more than lipstick and rouge, prettying up the reality of the single-minded governance that truly governs us. The 500 or so politicians we actually get to vote for are running a nation of 350 million individuals? No way. Not for a long, not, not, not for a long fucking time they haven't. There are some 8 to 10 million federal employees that stay in their position through many changes in Congress, the Senate, and President. They continue their work regardless who the fucking puppets are. What one man could be thrown into a fucking this type of a management problem and do anything meaningful to fix it? You know? Hey, buddy, here you're the manager of a, a 10 million fucking person workforce with all kinds of these conflicting fucking interests and you know you know fix it fix the swamp impossible the bureaucracy is just too fucking big and unwieldy and it's it's destroyed the fucking country the policymakers enjoy this obscurity and anonymity compared to the personalities that are paid to keep the sheeple from revolting. Every single entity that claims to have authority over you needs to begin with the legislation of whatever. If the CDC wants to mandate something, they should be required to present the proposal to both houses. It should be well presented, have both proponents as well as skeptics. Therefore, our representatives can ask questions and get informed as best they can. Then they should vote, and that should be that, pass or fail. Today, the three-letter agencies put out rule changes and offer the public a, quote, chance for input. If, <laughs> if you know about said change and can make it happen, apparently they will consider your input. I don't see this as acceptable, honest, or legal. Think of the power under the executive umbrella. 
the FBI, CIA, all the rest of the 20 or so intelligence agencies, the FDA, CDC, the DOE, DO, Department of Education, Department of Transportation, the ATF, and on and on. All of these agencies are a part of the executive branch. What's left to legislate? This country is ruled by unconstitutional agencies that get to make their own rules. Bureaucrats that have never faced an election are totally unaccountable and self-righteous to the extreme. They are tyrants that believe they are better than the mundane, ignorant, and profane American voter. The federal government has no jurisdiction in any state. That's why the tyranny has come from the states. All the power that is given is given to the feds is at the expense of the citizens. <clears throat> we used to pay for our schools through local property tax. Now the vast majority of our school money is sent to Washington and then given out by an unelected group of commies. They can control the curriculum from thousands of miles away because we were convinced that unelected and unaccountable bureaucrats can make the system more equitable. Some liberal malcontents were able to force conformity on the states that refused forced integration. Never mind that both black and white citizens objected to forced anything, we were going to be integrated whether we liked it or not. What of the benefits? What of the results? Worse relations than before. Thank you, Department of Education. The CIA is totally uncontrollable, and they have been since Eisenhower. The last shot at stopping them ended in Dallas in 1963. The FBI was total, is totally unaccountable thanks to blackmail. The 1960s ended the Constitutional Republic and began the empire. Empires have many moving parts that all work with enough autonomy to get things done without bothering the actual leadership too much. Again, there are about 10 million federal employees, and their authority differs, but you never voted for a single one. Hopefully this germ and the immediate impulse of our leaders to come down with hardcore oppression has had an effect on the way you see these fucking criminals. <clears throat> I, I, I mean, God, if it doesn't, what, what will? With the fact that Florida is full of old people and barely did anything like California, yet has better numbers in terms of deaths and infections, Californians are having to reject reality in order to accept the narrative. That this is still the case blows my mind and scares the fucking crap out of me. I'm surrounded by zombies. The history of this event will be written by those of us who got everything right. From the initial danger being inflated to the inflated death rates, and most important to myself, the denial that therapeutics existed have the, exist, the whole time have shown all who care to see the goal was control and not health the whole time. The ones who disregarded the science, the long-standing historical experience, and used this to hurt their constituents instead of stand for them are going to have to answer sometime. Whether it be by us and through a grand jury or the like, or if they escape worldly punishment, they are going to be judged, and mercy is for the merciful. I hope justice is served in the long run. 
No amount of money will even be a consideration when made to account for your sins. Worldly decadence is temporary. Hell is eternity. You demons threw your lot in with Lucifer long ago. The federal constitution hasn't seemed to matter in my lifetime. The states all have their own constitutions that pretty much match, you know, they match the national one pretty much word for word, most of them. They too have been of no effect. We are living under martial law. That's the emergency in which the governor gets to adopt the role of dictator for only the shortest amount of time needed to deal with what has historically been reserved for massive riots and looting. Declaring martial law over a fake emergency is an experiment in their power. They must be somewhat shocked at the success of the compliance. I am fucking horrified by it. This nation touts itself as a nation of law. That the law is essentially non-biased and blind to all but evidence. We also operate under a legal scheme of innocence by default. The burden of proof of a crime lies solely with the state. We can't even be made to answer questions if they can be used against ourselves or our family. You can't be coerced to testify against wife, husband, or children. Or your parents, I think. We're supposed to be protected by so many letters of liberty, it's fucking inviolable. In the 20th century, the U.S. went bankrupt, and they haven't been a constitutional republic since. They collateralized the citizenry and the physical assets of the sovereign territory of the U.S. We were given fiat money, and the privately owned gold was confiscated in the 1930s to give directly to the Federal Reserve Cartel. We are owned and controlled by the money masters and their puppets. Any lip service to the Constitution is just that, lip service. The Constitution has been suspended indefinitely, and we are being pillaged to cover the bankruptcy that was played on us through the manipulation of credit, greed, and no character from a single so-called leader. Well, to be fair, the honest ones are getting rid of through politics or murder. Both are totally acceptable, and the naive voter would be shaken to their core to know how many political leaders have been murdered. We've lost more heads of state to murder than any other government in history. Government by assassination is not healthy. As per usual, I can't stop myself when I get going. The bottom line with mandates at large is they are of no legal effect. If there is an emergency in which there is no time for the legislative process to respond, the executive has the authority to claim an emergency and allow the governors to act without the burden of time. If an insurrection broke out, the proper use of an emergency power would be to activate National Guard units. There was never any reason to make this more important than the law. Look at the result of removing the separation of power. Removing our basically single-party legislature, even being so lopsided as it is, it's given us the reality of just how important it is to have these separations, impediments to quick and passionate legislation, and the people's voices through their representatives. One man speaking, speaking law from his own authority over the lives of 40 million Californians is so impossible to overstate how dangerously stupid this is. 
The Constitution is dead, and as predicted, it died with a whimper and not a roar. It has no date of death. It's been a process, an insidious and malicious attack upon our legal foundation. 1776, to the time that Americans lost their sovereignty to internationalist, communist, and atheistic Bolsheviks. Bolshevism is insidious and cowardly. It plays on getting between people and creating conflict where none exists. They are a subversive group of malcontents that stir up grievances between natural allies to divide and conquer. They use deception, false loyalty, and all manner of dishonorable tactics to achieve their aims. Bolsheviks have used our free and open society to its benefit and against those who take pride in said freedom. Freedom of speech has allowed them to push the boundaries of so-called entertainment to a time when kissing too passionately passionately was a no-no for the movies at, at one time. Now the limits to what is decent for regular consumption is beyond the wildest dreams of the first Jewish smut makers in Hollywood. We have lived in the Jewish American dream for a century. It's not a secret or denied by them. Jews started and own Hollywood today. They began and own the media networks and have consolidated all media into six corporations. That's print TV, movies, just a start. All the newspapers are a prize like no other. Jews hate Christianity like an obsession, it seems. They hate Christ, his followers, and have nothing but spite for all of the goyim. They have been the owners of the media outlets since they bought Reuters and the AP. They are the narrative and own enough to make all others appear fringe. Christianity and the constitutional governance are so compatible, it's the only governance that can be acceptable for an Englishman. My rights were the fucking result of 800 years of of fighting since Magna Carta. You got that, you fucking kikes? My rights were the result of 800 years of bloodletting since Magna Carta. Freedom is in my blood. Independence is the only way I know to be. And fidelity to God's law is defiance to tyranny at all costs. This lawless governance by individuals so flawed they belong in prison is coming to an end. This has been such a fucking extreme reaction and unbelievable crime against humanity that it goes against everything the Constitution stood for and stands for still today. This is a constitutional crisis of the, magn- of the magnitude of the Civil War. This time they can't. They, this time they can say what they want. They have made war against all Americans of all stripe and color. The truckers are forcing them to recognize who works for who. We need way more efforts. We need to exercise our rights like they've not been since Lux Lexington and Concord. The minute we fight back, we win. If we fail to be the firewall around this imposter state claiming to be the U.S. government, we are dooming this country. This is it. We are out of chances to just wait till next time. If we intend to be a constitutional republic, we have to take it back. That means even without a war, there's going to be blood. 
grand juries need to be convened in indictments for Fauci and all the lockdown governors, the CDC officials, and plenty more need to be arrested, and these criminals need to be fucking booked into a county jail, not federal. I think we are better off keeping the state the jurisdiction of these offenses so we can try and avoid corruption. Then we put these two-bit thugs on trial and make the live stream available everywhere. We will choose a dream team of constitutional experts to prosecute these fucking creatures, and we will be pursuing charges of treason and the penalty of hanging per the legal code. Those found to have colluded with a foreign entity, like the WHO, UN, EU, and so on, to hurt the interests of a single American, are free to hang from the neck till dead. Thank God rope is multi-use and cheap. We're going to need need it for a fuck of a lot of creatures. If we do nothing, and they get away with this, and with nothing but a bad election year, this country is done. Live and let live isn't in the cards anymore. The criminality and the child abuse up the ante and requires accountability. Those who made destructive decisions based on nothing but TV reports deserve to be punished for criminal negligence in their duty to serve the public trust. Those who have caused the whole thing from engaging in insane gain-of-function research to the release of it from the lab working to make it hurt humans to acting like you are the definition of science, to the masks, and especially the jab, you folks, Fauci in front, deserve a penalty that will make it plain as day. You ever do this to us again, and you will be killed in the most unceremonious way possible. We should stream it live, and it should be a long event, like a full day of lining them up and dropping the trap door. If they get a broken neck, it will be mercy compared to what they deserve. They deserve to hang from short ropes and the slow hell they are guilty of afflicting on so many fucking innocents. Sorry about the length. When I get going, my mouth just takes off. This last few years has shown all that care to see. The Constitution is a dead document. We can revive it tomorrow if only we had the will. We are desperately low on will and determination. If we do, though, I pity the bastards that are in for it. Mercy is for the merciful. You deserve no mercy, no easy death, or to be remembered at all. We should scatter your remains and write your name out of the history story. Even infamy is too good for you. You will be forgotten, but your crimes will never be forgotten. Your name will disappear, but your actions will be warned against for the rest of time. This hasn't been constitutional, scientific, effective, safe, good for anyone, and they have nothing to prove otherwise. Hopefully this has taught a generation to never trust strangers who claim to have authority. Appeals to authority are a logical fallacy and tiresome that so many adults fall for this fucking crap. According to the Constitution, we have a lot of politicians and their minions headed to prison, the hangman's noose, and maybe exile for some. Let's get on it. Yeah, Yeah, some, yeah, a question about the masks mandates being constitutional. Uh, Dude, nothing, nothing in my lifetime has been constitutional, beginning with the drug war. Okay? 
if it took a, a constitutional amendment for them to ban alcohol, how in the fuck have we allowed them to wage a like 50 or 60 year war like in in trillions of dollars year of you, you know war against Americans who in in, in most in the vast majority of their drug war has been against weed which we now know is utterly fucking safer than fucking water you cannot overdose on it at all and it has it's it's it has natural healing effects to be you know according to the the fucking um scumbags that that you know score how dangerous drugs are a level 1 drug is addictive um has and has no medical like like purpose okay um weed is not addictive and it, it it has so many medical purposes it is fucking unreal it is probably the most ben, the single most beneficial plant on this earth and and that's what they've made war against with our own money these motherfuckers they the they don't care about health this is about control. And if you don't understand that by now, you're a, you just you get the fuck out of the way. Because you 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 just you're just an idiot and you're never going to understand anything. And this you know they there needs to be accountability. They, they this cannot just be, you know, Let's go back to normal and thank good thank God they let us go back to normal. No, no, no. 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 These are crimes against humanity and they need to fucking pay the piper. Yeah. They big time. The idea that you know Anthony Fauci is gonna fucking walk off into the sunset, the highest paid fucking federal fucking employee in the fucking government, I don't think so. No fucking way. He is going to answer for his fucking behavior in front of a grand jury. Not the goddamn Senate. I don't give a fuck about that. It's nice to see Rand Paul giving him the business, but I don't give a fuck. He needs to put his hand on the fucking Bible and answer to a motherfucking prosecutor as to just what the fuck he was doing, spending our motherfucking money, making a Fucking monkey virus dangerous to human beings in China. Seems like treason to me. Yeah. So, let's stretch that fucker's neck. We have to. It has to be made fucking crystal clear. You cannot... You can't do things like that. You this this is beyond the pale. What they've done deserves fucking like medieval treatment. If all we do is fucking put him in prison for life, we will be have we will be 
taking the high road. But if we do nothing, they're going to just, just do it again. And we're asking for them to do it again. Fuck that. There needs to be an example made that scares the fuck out of them. So they never, ever even contemplate anything like this ever again. Otherwise, this is our new life. Forever. Um, Fuck that. Peace out, y'all.